name is Joanne Bolt, and I am intent on helping women stop playing small in their businesses, get out of the messy middle, and into profitability. I'm a Southern mama with a snarky attitude who built a $56 million real estate empire just to prove I could, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure immersive coaching business, all while sipping coffee in my fuzzy slippers. Together, we'll uncover the tried and true tactics to building a business you love while giving you the real deal on how to make them work for you so that you can get out of your way and into action. Is it all rainbows and unicorns? (laughs) No way. So put your big girl panties on and get ready because we'll dive into it all. From failures to success to money and emotions and everything in between. Think of this as your girlfriend's guide to business. Grab your coffee or pour yourself a punch bowl of wine because this is the B Word Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to The B Word. I'm your hostess, Joanne Bolt. And if you're just now tuning into my world and wondering who in the forking shirt balls I am, well, I'm the girl that tells it like it is in order to help you get out of your own way and into action around creating that business of your dreams. I help women entrepreneurs just like you build their brand around fantastic client experiences using the power of email, social media, and community building. And today, I'm diving into the daily habits you need to implement in order to build that powerful biz. And I bet you're wondering what that has to do with client experiences or email list. Well, my friend, let me tell you. It's because your habits dictate your business. And without a solid business, you don't even need an email list or a client experience. Am I right? You literally can't have one without the other. Solid habits also give you more freedom in your lives and in your businesses so that you can create and live the life you want to be living. Now that, that's a solid bedrock of being a boss. So lean in and listen up. The first habit you've got to embrace is knowing your personal non-negotiables. If you're currently creating your own business or if you're in the thick of making it happen, I can guarantee that if you tweak just one or two of your habits, you'll see success faster. There's no doubt in my mind about it, actually. And as your bestie who's here for you, I'm going to give you full-blown permission to steal some of my non-negotiables and make them your own. I mean, why reinvent the wheel? Simply tweak them and make them work for you. My list of non-negotiables is actually quite lengthy, but I'm going to start with just two so that you can grab hold of them easily. Let's start with the word no. No is a full sentence. That's it. Simply saying no can change your life. I swear by it. I had to learn super early on that while it was tempting and easy to say yes, if people asked me to do something for them, I mean, I am a people pleaser after all, if they, what they wanted me to do, heck, even if it was something as simple as, can we go to lunch? If it didn't lean me toward my goals, then I had to say no. I had to focus on what I was doing and what connected me to my business in order to move that needle forward. I'm a fairly blunt person, you guys. So it took some practice for me to create a no that gave a positive experience for the other person. Typically, I'll say, no, not right now. Maybe hit me up later. Or thanks so much for asking. I'm flattered. But right now, I just can't fit it in. This even comes into play with my kids, you guys, especially on days when they don't have school and I'm working from home. My kids, if they're anything like yours, I bet you can relate to this. 
They think I am their personal Uber. They also think I'm their cruise director and I should be having activities planned for them at all times. Now, I love them and I want them to have a solid family experience, but I also have to protect my time and energy. With them, what I typically say is, no, right now, not right now, what about? And then I replace the what about with something that might work in our family's lives a little bit better that I will have the time and energy to do. But we've had to establish as a family, especially with me and Jeff both working from home, that solid no, because otherwise no one's ever going to get anything accomplished in this household. Now, my second non-negotiable, and this one actually goes along with the word no and will help you with it. But the second non-negotiable you have to embrace is deciding when and how you want to work. So if you are a coach or you're in a nine to five wanting to get out of the business or you're a service-based provider like a real estate agent who's wanting to move into a time-blocking work pattern that is more in alignment with you as a person, you really are going to have to focus in. You're going to have to be super intentional when you do work to get the stuff done that needs to happen. You've got to be focused, no distractions, because when you take yourself out of it and you realize that you're working all the time, my friends, the burnout is real. I started as a realtor over 20 years ago, and I, like most agents, thought that I had to work seven days a week. I mean, that's when the clients want to go see homes, right? Saturday and Sunday. And then I realized a couple of years in that I was missing critical time with my husband, with my family. I was working on vacations. I never turned the clock off. So I had to get intentional and say, I'm not going to work on Sundays anymore. I won't show homes. I'm going to protect the family time. Now, it does take a little bit of adjustment and getting used to. I mean, I couldn't just do that overnight. But when I got firm on not, not working on Sundays, my family got my full attention back. And the burnout went away. So I promise you that if you're diligent on protecting that white space in your calendar, it does get easier and easier to make it happen. You know how I ultimately knew that I could is because I'd actually done it before. I realized one day, it was when Hunter went into kindergarten, that both my kids while in preschool, I got a full day's work of work, work accomplished during that nine to one time block. You've all been there, preschool moms. And then when he moved into kindergarten and I, in theory, had more hours to work because he was in school from 8 to 2.30 or 3, not 9 to 1, I actually did the same amount of work when he was in big kid school that I did when he was in preschool. I didn't actually get anything more accomplished. This concept is a real thing, by the way. I looked it up. It's called Parkinson's Law. Parkinson's Law is the idea that work expands to fill the time allotted for its completion. This may mean you take longer than necessary to complete a task or procrastinate and complete it right before the due date. I bet you can all remember back when you were in school, waiting to the last minute to finish a project that the teacher told you on day one was going to be due. So if you understand that law, then you can easily implement the non-negotiable of setting your work hours specifically around what works best for you, because you will be more intentional during the hours you are working. Okay, friends, now that you've gotten started on your non-negotiables, and side note, I'd love for you to DM me on Instagram and tell me what they are. My handle is at it's Joanne Bolt, but let's jump in to habit number two. I want you to start scheduling 45 minutes a day to work on the business without judgment or self-criticism. I call it your power hour. Power hours, yes, even though that they are only 45 minutes, power hours are when you sit down 
every day and work on something specific that will help you get closer to your goals. That power hour could be working on your email sequences or recording a new reel for Instagram. My personal best creative brain times tend to be after my morning shower. So I schedule that time for my power hour and I hold tight to it in my schedule. In fact, I want you right now to go into your calendar and schedule some power hour. You can decide how you want to fill your power hours later on, but let's just get it on your calendar now so that you get used to having that 45 minutes. And oh, by the way, it's called power hour. It's 45 minutes. That gives you a little bit of time for a bathroom break, a brain freeze, and some procrastination. I got you, girl. Don't worry if during that hour, you don't write your perfect email sequence or you create a website page that looks like crap, boo. You can go back next month during a power hour and tweak it to make it better. Oftentimes, if we do it once the first time and then we come back to it later when our brain's taking a rest you know, from that activity, we can find the mistakes or we see it in a whole new light. Don't worry. Trust me. Everyone's first blog, Pinterest pin, a listing presentation, or whatever it is you're working on looks and sounds like crap. If you don't believe me, go find your favorite YouTuber and watch their very first videos. One of my favorite people in the world is Giselle Ugarte. Giselle was a speaker at the 2022 Focus Conference here in Atlanta, and she teaches you how to get the F on video. She's dang good at it too. She told me once when I was nervous to start creating, I just needed to go and find her on YouTube and watch some of her earlier stuff. Holy cow, y'all. It was all makeup tutorials and things that didn't even make sense with what she's doing now as her job. But what it did show me was everyone starts somewhere in something, and they all have to work on that thing at a consistent basis to get good at it. Those first videos that Giselle made are hysterical. But now, years later, she can create them in her sleep, and they look fantastic. It takes consistency with working on the business action items that gives you the skill set to make them better. And that is what Power Hour is all about. All right, I can feel you. Joanne, get to the point of this. So let's keep moving forward. The third daily habit I want you to understand is the habit to get into motion. Nope, I'm not talking about making sure you get your 10,000 steps in, though I do think that's important as well. Maybe we'll make steps habit 3A. I digress. So now listen in. I want you to take action even when you're nervous. Do it scared. Because Taking action gives you clarity in your business that doesn't come from sitting around and staring at the blinking cursor on your laptop. Getting clarity comes from taking action. If you find yourself stuck in perfection paralysis, which I know we all do at times, then go back to episode 85 of The B Word, where I walk you through three easy steps of overcoming that paralysis. Clarity will give you so much freedom in your world because it sheds light on what you actually want to do how you want to do it, and what pieces are important to you and what aren't. The other reason getting into action is so critical is it helps you get in alignment with what feels right in your world. Let me give you an example from a realtor's perspective. If you're a new realtor and you have no clue how to lead generate, then take action daily and try a few things out. You'll quickly discover if you break out in hives at the thought of making cold calls, or if you get the warm fuzzies when you're talking to friends and past clients, or maybe taking them out for coffee. There are skill sets associated with each of these, like scripts or ways to set appointments or ways to dig for more business. 
and you'll get better and better at those skill sets the more you do them. You'll gain confidence. So make it a habit to get into action in order to build the confidence in your skill sets. Then implement those skill sets during your power hour. See how it all builds into one big happy package to make your business better? Okay, lastly, habit number four, make it a habit to keep your eye on the prize. That sounds obvious, right? But as we say here in Real Boss Women World, it's so simple, it's hard. It's easier to get sidetracked, fall off the business wagon that's heading towards your goals and get caught up in the shiny, glittery thing that catches your eye as today's version of being successful. I'm air quoting for those of y'all who aren't watching the video, but we all get shiny object syndrome and that can take our eye off the ultimate prize of what we're trying to accomplish. The point here is if you stick to your habits and remember that they are the fuel for your freedom, you'll have success. Write that on a post-it note and stick it up where you can say it daily. Your habits are the fuel for your freedom. They are the fuel to meeting your goals. They are the fuel to taking back your work-life balance. They are the fuel to financial freedom. They are the fuel to, well, you can fill in the blank with whatever it means to you. Now, back in episode 61, I did another version of this topic because I'm so passionate about it, where I dove into some of the boundaries I set to avoid burnout and the biz. If you're bouncing in your seat listening to this episode right now and silently yelling, yes, sister, preach it then I encourage you to go and listen to that one or at least download the free PDF that details out my boundaries. You can find it at www.realbosswomen.com forward slash boundaries. And I'll pop a link in the show notes for you as well. For now, my power hour is here and I'm setting aside time to finish up prep for our annual focus conference that's happening in February. We're all going to Nashville and we are going to create businesses worth having. Am I gonna see you there? I hope so. Friend, if you go to focus with me, I'm going to link arms personally with you and help you work toward a biz that creates a dream life for you. But for now, pour a coffee and go to work on setting your habits. I'll see you Thursday, same time, same place.